What up, everybody? It's your girl, Christina Seven. Welcome. Superstar. To mic check number four. 15? 17. 17 is right. Oh, my gosh. It's right in my face. It's your girl, Christina Seb. Wonder B. Jordan. You already know it's your boy, Benz. It's popping. I always say that. What's popping? Yeah, really what, poppin what is popping? There's a lot going on that I can't even speak of, but there's a lot popping. There is a lot going on, and we're going to get to most of it, if not all of it. We're going to try to squeeze it all in, so let's just jump right into it. So, remember how you spoke about there should be a hip-hop hall of fame? Congress proclaims November as Hip-Hop History Month, and according to Revolt News, um, they also, back in July, the Senate passed the bill recognizing August 11th as Hip-Hop Celebration Day. So... That's a win for hip-hop because we outside, we out here, and now it's national. It's been acknowledged as a national thing. How do we feel? We got to push this in the schools now. <laughs> it's never enough for you, huh? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, they already have that, that in a lot of schools. Like, no, they do not. There's a lot of school teachers that teach. Can you not, speak into the mic, sir? Not hip-hop, but, but like, you know what I mean, the art of rap. Okay. Hold on, I'm going to turn off the cedar. Are you hot? Mm, it's, not, it's not just us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got bars for days. You, ready? you got bars? Spit some. Oh, yeah. Spit a quick eight. Not those types of bars. <laughs> he don't no, 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 bars. no, no, no. He got bands. Oh, bands that make good days. <laughs> bands that make good days. I be Yo, popping. Yeah, I gotta stop right they be popping bands. Woo! Come on, bands. Bring him out. Bring him out. <laughs> I should get that. Uh, yeah, man. We deserve this. Hip-hop deserves this. Missy Elliott got her star. Janet Jackson introduced her. Ciara was there. Lizzo was there. Um, everybody was out there, and she cried. She got emotional. Of course, you know, Missy Elliott has been dealing with health issues for a very long time, which probably slowed down her career. Well, it did. She confirmed that it that it did. So I'm just happy to be alive to see this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is dope. Some people didn't get to make it here. Shout out to Nipsey. Rest in peace, Nipsey. I was listening to Victory always, Lap. Always. But yeah, anything else before I move forward? Let's get the bad news out the way. I, I just think that's a big move for hip hop itself. You know what I mean? Because now we're being acknowledged by, by not only the people, mm-hmm. but now on a on a congressional level, on a Legislative, congressional. Ooh, look at you, legislative level. S-A-D-A-D-A-D-A. You be knowing words. <laughs> I, know, I know my shit. Don't don't try okay. to play me. All right, but yeah, this but, is dope. But yeah, it's big. You know, for some people, it might fly over their heads, but this is new level. This is everybody's net worth went up. This almost proves that hip hop runs the world. It, it has been. Yeah, and it's crazy how it started. You know, with two turntables and a mic in a park in, in a park in the Bronx. You know. Yeah, we're, we are the lucky few that have seen hip-hop, like, at a slow start, I guess you could say. And I, then... I almost seen it from the start. Almost, almost. You was not born in 78. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, when, when what we call hip-hop today started Like the golden age. The golden age. I get what you're you saying. I mean, yeah. I was alive to feel that. You saw... You were alive Even to Even though I wasn't impact. living the music, I was... 
listening to the music. Yeah, you were around to see the global impact. Like, it's really, just, with Bad Boys and Rockefeller. To exactly. see the mastration of it. Yes. Exactly. It's sort of like, exactly. like the, ge- the, the generation coming up today is, well, a little bit after my generation was Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Then it's it's uh, the Soldier Boys, the Chief Keefs. The, you know what I mean? Every generation has that polarizing rapper or artist that kind of moves the culture. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very true. That's very, very, true, true. very true. And one of those people have been Travis Scott, right? We yeah. can all agree when he put out Rodeo, it was a moment. Uh, when he put out Astro World, it was a moment. And then he started. Birds in the, birds in, birds in the Trap. Nah, the, what was that? A bees in the Trap. Bees. It was his second album. It was like Birds Paradise. Isn't Birds in the Trap? I feel like it is. Let nah, it's like uh, it some birds. It's birds. That's all, that's all <laughs> I know. Just birds? Birds. Let me see. Let's look it up. It's, yeah, Birds in the Trap sing. Sing blues or some bullshit like that. Some sad boy <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, obviously, we're going to talk about what happened at Astro World Fest. The very unfortunate um, situation that happened over in Houston, Texas, this past Saturday, November 5th. Um, so, basically, there's this big-ass festival that... Um, Travis Scott has, I think he started it in 2017, I want to say. Let me look at my notes. Actually, no, I did not write it down. But it did start, I think, in 2017, 2018. I think when the album came out. When was that? 2018. Yeah, yeah, because that was the same year that we... uh, This will be the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it was named after, you know, his critically acclaimed album, Astroworld, Mm -hmm. with crazy features and beats and... Just innovative, like to what you were saying, a polarizing moment in hip hop. We got to feel that, hear that when Asher World came out. And, you know, Travis Scott's music is very, I call him a rock star. I don't know if people agree or disagree, but I think he has surpassed hip hop. And not only because of what he's done, but the way his music sounds. If you, if you ever seen a Travis Scott concert, it is like a, it is like a rock star concert because there's people, there was people, yeah. yeah, there was people falling off of balconies before, and there was like he encourages the mosh pits and mm-hmm. everybody. He has fans go on stage and he, he likes to like interact that. with yeah. people and also make it active. Yeah, but and also they're jumping up and down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. like, and it's but there's, and it's, there's a lot of artists that do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, one that one that comes to mind that I seen personally was uh ASAP Rocky. Okay. Uh when he came to the strand uh years ago. It was with Schoolboy Q and that it was like that click and that was like one of the littest concerts I've been to. Yeah. Their music is very aggressive. Yeah. Like I hate to use that word because I know that white people will try to use that word on black people, especially, thank you, especially with Travis Scott. So I try to stray away from that word, but it is. It's big energy. It's dark energy. It's like, ah. It's Travis Scott's concert. It's like you go in mosh pit to enjoy the time, but also release your anger. Uh, sure. <laughs> no, seriously, because usually, like, if you ever seen a mosh pit, 
Like it's not. It's not like it's, just. It's not. It's fun very. It's very. Yeah, no, it's not. It's very rough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like you know, for me, someone who who used to little John. Oh my little gosh, John, yeah, yeah, little John yeah. was big on mosh pits. Um. Yeah, it like wasn't only on, big on Marshmits, on my level, but whenever out, you heard that... A little scrappy. Yeah, whenever you heard that era of music, there was always a fight. Like, yeah, it was, it was a, aggressive. Yeah. Like, it was like... And like, it's the lyrics, too, yeah. what they're saying. It was like, Nuck If You Buck. You don't always, give a fuck. It was always going to be a fight at, when Nuck If You Buck came on. Yo. Like, it was always. Like, you like you hit a beat, it was like, Nuck If You Buck, and, like, people would just be slapping their hands with their fists. Like, yeah. That's so fact. Even and down to like move, bitch. Like when that yeah. song oh, came out, you was pushing women. But, yes, you <laughs> but, were moving, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Facts. you know what I mean. Music is, you can say music is transitory. Like you absorb the music and your energy changes. Yeah. You know that's sure. why a lot of people say, yo, when I hear like for example Griselda, I want to go on the block and sell drugs or well, something music like that. You know what, what I mean? Like. You want to live the lifestyle of the music you listen to, so if you're listening you to something like, yeah. like amp, you know what I mean. You're gonna you're gonna um translate that with your body yeah. when you're when you're in a concert when you're you know just enjoying the music. Yeah, well, music is what feelings sound like, mm. so you're gonna feel. Yo, any, you're like, a poet. That's crazy. That's actually a joke, but in line. I'm not gonna lie. I forget you're like a real Joe Budden fan, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not podcast Joe Budden. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like who the this rapper. Guy is. Yeah, but the rapper. Um, but yeah, his music is what films sound like. So when like if you're in a sad mood, you're probably gonna gravitate more towards more sad music. And if you're in a happier mood, you're gonna wanna like play something like that. And if you're going out for the night, you wanna get something that's gonna like Get you hyped up mm-hmm. or makes you want to dance or something. I don't yeah. know. That's something why the like city that. girls are so successful. They're energy. And women love that energy. They need that energy. That energy is reserved for a specific setting. Mm-hmm. And to bring it back to Travis Scott, like, he's always been that guy. He's always been that rapper. I'm not trying to demonize him, crucify him, blame him before we get into the conversation. This is not a I hate niggas speech this is just saying the facts thank god so that i i like travis scott a lot as a person from what he's shown in his music so i'm not here to bash him at all i'm a fan but we have to say what it is and we have to we gotta address Mm -hmm. the situation as a whole and so that people can understand the kind of artist so um yes the crowd there was fifty thousand people in the crowd and they all bum rushed the stage when he came out. So it was just a lot of chaos. Mm-hmm. And Ruben, if you remember when we were at, we've Roots talked about picnic. this before, when we were at Roots Picnic, when you see people run, the first thing you think is something's happening, even if they're running for nothing, which is, thank God, what was the case for us. And so they're saying, a couple of people are saying that when they saw those people running, that they panicked. They thought something was happening, so they ran too. So it was really a ripple effect. It really wasn't anything happening. People were just excited that Travis Scott came out. Um, And that led to people not being able to breathe, uh, people fainting and passing out, dying, cardiac arrest. That's what the reports have said, getting trampled. There was this girl actually on Twitter, she said that her 
calves were being used as like a step stool for like half. She don't even know how long. When I heard that description, I was like, that's fucking nuts. Like, imagine being young. You're coming to have a good time. Like, God, we're about to get we outside. And this happens. Like, that shit is scary. But I also want to revert back to... Um, Let, let's get through the headline first. Then yeah, I was going to say, get to the headline. So the flyer um, had Roddy Rich, Drake, SZA, Bad Bunny, Chief Keef, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Master P, 21 Savage, Young Thug, and more. A whole lot more. And this was only the first day. So he really didn't get to get through all the headlining. And Drake was there. Drake pulled up. He performed his songs. He performed Sickle Mode, of course. And you know Sickle Mode. That must have been a fire moment. <laughs> I'm no. not going to lie. No, for real, though. Like, that's the weird thing about this is, like, you're at a concert. You're having a good time. But it's attached to this terrible memory. But sure. you still and remember I mean, what happened before that. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, I mean, it's sort of like our experience at Root, Roots Picnic. Mm-hmm. We still went and had a good, amazing time after. The difference is, though, that nothing happened. I mean, people got trampled over. People got A lot people of people got, got trampled. People got hurt, but nobody died. But nobody died. Nobody died, but people did go to the hospital. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I mean, that they did we don't didn't. know that. No, we, I, I definitely know that. I followed the Oh, the news? Not only that, but one of our friends got hurt. Oh, yes, but we didn't take her to the hospital. But she still ended up going because of the injury that happened at that instant. I don't remember that. But there wasn't a tragedy. Like, no one passed away. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And no one passed away. These these things where... No, I'm sorry. it's It's not a tragic event attached to a happy moment. Like that's what that's what I think Christina was trying to say. No, I definitely understand that, but what I'm saying is that that could have easily been a tra- as tragic oh, as yeah, what oh, happened. Yeah, definitely, you know yeah. what I mean. And we still would have had a good time after because we got up. You know, things happened. We went, had a good time, and then left. Yeah. I mean, but if people died, we would have not gone back. And just to be clear, when we were there, the energy was not negative at all. For it sure, was beautiful. No, it was, no, you had you had Kareem stealing waters and everything <laughs> like that. So yeah, everything was fine. And sodas. <laughs> um, but the water came in handy. <laughs> but yeah, like it was just beautiful energy. It was black people everywhere. It was very organized mm-hmm. and felt very professional and very like we're not with the shits here. But people on Twitter said that when they went into Astral World that they didn't feel safe. People already had a premonition of, like, this shit's, like, something's not right. And even seeing all those people, you know, that probably gives people anxiety. 50,000 people, that's mad fucking people, like, in one spot. I can understand if it was, like, different stages, like, at the roots. But everybody's at one stage. Like, it reminds me of um, the Woodstock. I recently was at a, I was working a concert that was... Like in it was somewhere in between um twelve thousand to twenty thousand people. I don't know the exact number. And walking through the crowds, I was hot. Mm-hmm. You body know, heat. Yeah. The body heat is hot. Ridiculous, yeah. And like it's hard to breathe. So like you gotta you know, if you stay in the same spot, I could imagine how short of breath you would be. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um Back to what you were saying, Christina, with like just being one stage. 
like you got to think of what Coachella is because isn't Coachella just one stage, Mm -hmm. like the main stage that they have, and they have way more people. But they have different energies there. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like their headliners are out of the world, like Beyonce, and they don't have a Travis Scott as the main headliner. But he has played at Coachella. Yeah, but he's not the main headline. Yeah. So it's not like people are going for Travis Scott headlining. People are going there to enjoy it. People were there for Travis Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah, because it's his his festival. So Mm -hmm. it's like going to OVO Fest. And And Drake. And being like, yeah, and Drake is the ender and everything like that. It's like the same thing with the Her Festival. Imagine if they had a Rockefeller Fest. They had one. Like they had today. a Rockefeller tour. Oh, today. <sighs> you, hey, he I'm, could be onto something because Dame Dash is already saying. talking about squash and beef. You never yeah, know. But Jay also said he's never doing a reunion tour. Okay, well, it's not a reunion tour. He can tour. always change. His this mind. is just to celebrate. Okay, we're we're going off the rails here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I know um, the listeners got. Damn, what was we'll, 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 circle, we'll circle back to this when we, talk about, when we talked about the producer from Chicago. Oh, yes. When you brought up major artists, I remember this uh, uh, concert of Michael Jackson's. I forgot which concert Oh, yeah, when people is. was fainting. And people were fainting yeah. and he was still going. It was, But it was normal for Michael yeah, Jackson. Because like, it happened every stop that he went it to. It happened in every show that he went to. And I thought about... When Travis Scott saw the people coming out, and he was like, "Oh, oh be careful! Nope, let him out, let him like." Mm-hmm. It was like regular to him. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, this shit happens at my show all the time," mm-hmm. and he's also got charged for it twice. So, I think that's what caused even more panic is that it was like normalized to him, and he couldn't even fathom like, "Yo, people could die." Like I don't think he thought about that at all. You never think that. Till it happens, yeah, it's quite. You terrible. never think that till it happens, and you know. Are you done with the headliner? Headline. I mean, yeah, I think I've said all I could okay, say. Well, I guess there are videos and statements of festival goers saying that people were body to body. It was hot. Mm-hmm. People couldn't breathe. They started falling out. I said that already, and um, there are videos showing people trying to get a cameraman's attention. Mm-hmm. And they're like Definitely telling him, there was like, somebody's dead, someone's dead, or someone's dying like that. And she was like screaming, and he was like waving her off, like, get down, like, get off the stage. And he kept doing his job. I don't, like, there's so many layers to this. Yeah. It's not I one mean, person wait, to blame. It's, exactly. It's a, it's a combination of, of events mm-hmm. and things that happened leading up to this because they may have taken the right steps to try mm-hmm. to. Have this go on safely. Right. Well, I found a video of a man who worked for the security company for um, Astroworld. Let's see what he said. My name is Darius. I was hired by CSC to work the Astro Festival. I was hired a few days prior to the festival to work event staff. It was pretty vague exactly what the roles would be. Um, the day before Astroworld, I completed the orientation and the training for the process. And when I arrived on Friday morning around 7 a.m., they were still pretty vague, didn't really tell us what we would be doing. They just issued us our uniform, our jackets. Uh, you do have to take a state licensing exam for a level two security officer. 
However, the training for that was extremely brief. It was an open book test. The uh, the teacher, he was actually giving us the answers as we were going through the books ourselves and trying to hurry up and fill out the answers. Okay, I'm not going to play this whole thing because this guy obviously had a bad experience and he's biased against it. Um, and if you paid it, I don't know where to stand on this, right? Because I, I can't imagine what it's like going to a show with your kid or your son and he doesn't come back home 14, 10 years old. Like, I can't imagine that. So there's two sides to how I feel. But then again, if you notice in the media, it's like they're trying to spin this to be this negative, horrible, demonic thing. And the more you read it, the more you're like, yeah, this guy's fucked up. Fuck Travis Scott. You know, you start to feel like that a little bit. My thing is how it was all these kids that was under, that was minors. Yeah, a lot, yeah. My thing is why wasn't this at least 18 plus? I know Travis has a huge fan base Mm -hmm. and... He has, like, that big Fortnite uh, type of energy. Like, you have a bunch of people. Like, oh. <laughs> no, no, that light is fucking me up right Are you now. Scared? <laughs> um, But he has, like, a whole bunch. He has that big-ass energy. That's, that's Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's trying, he's trying to summon us <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> summon us, summon us, summon us. <laughs> He'd be humming and shit like a little devil. But, um, nah, so he has, like, that big following with all ages, but still it should have been at least 18 plus. Yeah, at, I agree. At least 18 plus. I like, don't understand. I can, see, I can see if he wanted to push it to 21, but you get more people in with 18 plus, as you see with. Yeah. As you see with, like, uh, like with Stay Silent, like how they had day shows at 18 plus. Like, you, you got a bigger crowd, and then they grow with you as of well. Of course, yeah. So, it's true. I understand. I mean, it's capitalism, right? It's how much money can we make out of this show? There's a bunch of people on the bill. They all need to get, you know, their check needs to get cut. There's people who are depending on this check. So the goal is to sell as much tickets as possible. How do we do that? It's all ages, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just so unfortunate the way the media is... Um, portraying this in such a negative way. I think, if anything, it should teach venues like money or lives. Because technically, if... Okay, he's the artist, right? He's responsible to hire, like, a live nation or whatever. It's like when I have an event, I go to, like, the Alchemy, for example. They have their own security, their own bartenders. Like, all that stuff is out of my control. Um, You know, it's their job and you also trust that mm-hmm. because they have a venue they know what they're doing so for them to have a lack of security a lack of police officers a lack of ambulance and that's on the venue if you want to get technical so can we get technical go ahead are we going in that route yeah. all right because first i want to say there's a lot of people talking that don't gotta you know what I mean? Don't got a clue what it is to look at 50,000 people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you you can't pinpoint what's happening exactly, you know, if there's 20,000 people. This is why I say, because you remember we was having a conversation on one of the episodes where 
I tell you, like, when you're facing the crowd, it's a different energy. Mm-hmm. So you seeing it from the show onto the stage, it feels a little different. And then, you know, to see someone in the crowd that's fainted or something, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. so for anybody that's saying, oh, he could have stopped the show. He could have. He, he could have, Yes, but he, you know, he didn't. There's know. two things that can happen. If he would, he stops the show. Yeah, pandemonium breaks. You seen Selena? That would not have breaks happened. Out. You seen Selena? Oh, like that, that whole scene. shit. Like she stopped the show. Yo, you and be knowing. Every, That's <laughs> and my everything, favorite movie. And everything happened. Like the it, little girl got pushed it'll be up a against lot worse. Her. Yeah, it would have been worse. I don't and that's think why, so. That, that's another reason why the police didn't stop it because the police can pull the plug. Police stop shows at, at regular concerts all the time. That's it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Venue's closed. Yeah, but there wasn't yeah, but enough less, coverage already. But, but this is the thing. They were if they staffed. do that mid-show, if they do that mid-show, you don't know how that 50,000... 000- I don't think so. I don't think that would have happened. I don't think that at all. I think that they would have... Did you see how ruth- ruthless they were? How the news says how ruthless Yeah, but the, if you the party goers were? Of course, they did, were Did rowdy. you see the videos of them jumping the fence and getting through security? That was before. I'm talking about now that but, the crowd... But, listen, now that the crowd has knowledge, there's a video of um, everybody like, no, like saying no. At that point, it was the whole fucking crowd that was like, yo, what's going on? Okay, and Travis Scott was like, yo, yo, what the, what the, what the fuck? He, he noticed something was wrong, but he can't stop the show immediately. He did right after that, literally. That was the clip that where they where he stopped it, and Either nobody way, it, started a riot. It, it it took a certain amount of time for him to wind it down to that point. Is what I'm saying. He's not. He gonna, didn't wind it down though. They did. The crowd did. But here that's what I'm saying. The crowd. If he would have stopped it before the crowd, like was like chill, it would have been a mess. I don't think so. I think I think it would have been a mess. I think it would have been people bum rushing. Everything like that, it would have been, it would have been worse than what it was. Like, it's like I'm thinking of because I went to, it was a monster damn show. It was at like the, the garden years ago. Uh, Little Wayne, Little Wayne's uh, mic got cut. They shut Little Wayne's mic off because they had a hard out, and people was like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, why, why he stopped like mid? Like he didn't even get the performance set." Like, fully. And then Fabulous was also supposed to go on. He never went on at all. Like, it was just it yeah, was a but mess. that's different. You're talking and about a show where nothing is happening. Yeah, no, I'm I'm saying, like, this is... I'm going to give you two sides of the coin here. Like, you ha- would have had something like that, and, like, you probably could have had, like, oh, we're sorry, we got to get out of here. Lights came on, everything like that. Like, we got to go. Like, and if something like that happened, like... Because the crowd wasn't unruly as the Travis Scott show was. The Travis Scott show was reminded me of that scene in, of that scene in Selena where she's on the stage and, like, the stage is basically, like, getting bum-rushed. And it's About unsafe. Sh- like yeah, it's unsafe. Break. Yeah, it's unsafe. And I can feel, like, the same thing was happening there. Like, if he would have stopped the show, they would have bum-rushed the stage. 
if they if so, they bum all rush, you have to say was yo there's an emergency and we have to stop the show no but people don't Remain listen to calm. that people but don't people listen, listen to, to him he has crazy crowd control this could have been handled if he knew it's it's it easier to say 50,000 people it's hard to move 10 people he does it all the time it's, it's hard an, to stop people from enjoying no. the time it's an unfortunate Not if event. something is happening. It's an unfortunate event. Prayers to everybody who lost. For sure, it's things. definitely unfortunate, but like. Well, since then, um, Travis Scott has put a video out um, talking about it, so I will play that as well. I just want to send out prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like, my fans really mean the world to me, and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know? Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely We've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this, the city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, um, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Um, Everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly just devastated and I could never imagine anything like this just happening. And I'm gonna do everything I can to keep you guys updated. And just keep you guys. All right, so that was what he said. And then since then, it's come out that he's returning everybody's money mm-hmm. um, and that he's covering any and every funeral cost for the families. And, of course, people will say, oh, the money's not going to bring their life. And it's true. But the gesture goes a long way. Here's here's what I heard from some lawyer, like, that I follow. It was a lawyer I follow on Twitter. If the families were to take the funeral cost money, they wouldn't be able to sue Live Nation or Travis Scott. Because it's like a settlement. Yeah, pretty much at that point. So it was, so it's like their way to get... Out of, it's like Travis and Travis and Live Nation's way to get out of like getting a loss, a loss, getting out of a lawsuit yeah. from that whole thing. So I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's terrible. It's unfortunate. I mean, but also, on the other side of the coin, if he he doesn't say anything, exactly, he's yes. the biggest scumbag on the world. Exactly. The world. Yeah, yeah, but now that he says something, people are saying he fakes it. Exactly. He's yeah. acting. Either way, either way, you're gonna, gonna take the hit. Yeah, he's not it's gonna a win lose it. lose situation. It's an L, and he has mm-hmm. to take that L. Unfortunately, everybody took an L that night. The families, the people there that are like scared now, traumatized. Mm-hmm. He takes the L. His, His girl takes the L. Blank, like everybody's taking everything. an L. Yeah. Yeah. He he, so. he dropped out of um another festival that he was gonna be on. And no, they're Vegas. trying to take him out. No, uh, they already did. No, yeah, like yeah. he's off the ticket, and yeah, he agreed. He was like, ticket. he he um his team was like that he didn't, he didn't want to complicate anything else. Like, don't worry moment. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's out. He's off the. It was the day in Vegas ticket. Yes. That he was off. 
And Roddy Rich also said that he will be um, donating his compensation. So whatever he makes from this festival, he's um, gonna give it away to the family. So shout out to Roddy Rich for that. That's also, very noble of him. Also, Drake also. Oh yes, something. I have it right. Here. I'm not sure exactly what he said. It was Drake verbatim, released a statement on Instagram, and it says. I spent the past few days trying to wrap my mind around this devastating tragedy. I hate resorting to this platform to express an emotion as delicate as grief, but this is where I find myself. My heart is broken for the families and friends of those who lost their lives and for anyone who is suffering. I will continue to pray for all of them and will be of service in any way I can. May God be with you all. And of course, the comments were going crazy. Same thing. He's faking and he's just saying to cover his ass and he's fake and blah, blah, blah. Like, first of all, this has nothing to do with Drake. So the fact that he's even saying anything yeah. is commendable. He, some people are always going to be unhappy no yeah. matter what the outcome is. He didn't. I mean, he's you know. getting a lot of love on his comments on Instagram. There's not really much negative stuff, I mean, but I can imagine that the shade room is packed with bullshit. As it would be because it's, it's, a shade it's room. unfortunate. Yeah. It's an unfortunate event, and mm-hmm. prayers and you can point condolences the, out the, to the blame at anybody. You can you put it at the uh, Houston Providence, Houston Police Pro- Department, Houston Providence. Houston Providence. Yeah, <laughs> you can put it at the uh, the police department, the fire department. Some the, of that blame you could even put on the on the festival goers. Yeah. yeah. So to I be mean, honest, like, everybody had their part in this. People for being rowdy. Not being enough, they're not being enough staff. That's the venue's fault. Travis Scott maybe not being as hands on with his events as he could, like. But that's how crazy. you. That's why you hire a third party. Exactly. I mean, but when that, you have the money though, but when it's just you, you have to make sure of all those. Yeah, things. but he has the money, so that's what <laughs> I'm saying. When you have the money, not only that, like that, but he did. He did meet with Houston police. He. He did this, the right steps. Yeah, yes, but they were also skeptic right before the concert. They were like, I don't know, man. And he was like, yeah, man, we'll do whatever you want to make you feel safe. And they still had it. So, I mean, maybe those were little signs along the way that he never even thought to put together. I just don't like that the media is trying to demonize him. Yeah, that's fucked up. You know, because... It could have happened to anybody. It could have happened to... It could have happened to... At OVO Fest, I don't, I don't, it could have happened at Coachella. The, it could have happened at. It could have happened anywhere. But it didn't. It happened here with Travis Scott for sure. But and we can't, we can't defend him either because n- he's not completely innocent. His no. music is dark. His energy is dark. His graphics sure. are dark. Uh, his new album is called Dystopia, which means a post-apocalyptic. It says the end is now when the something begins. Like I don't know, like. He has a lot of dark and twisted ways about him. That's his style. He's like a. But it's always been. It's you know not he reminds like me he of changed. Go, and, no, oh my of God, course not. But I'm just saying that you have to be careful with that energy. This is why people say be careful of the energy you take in, whether it's music, what you're reading, what you're watching, because you put that out into the air, the universe is going to give you that right back. I'm not saying he's at fault, but I'm saying his energy. But you can't tell him to change what made Travis Travis Scott. That's like I'm not asking him to no, change. No, I'm not saying that. I'm but just saying. taking him off his brand. 
because that's already his brand. That's what we know Travis Scott for. Yeah, but it's like telling them, yo, don't be yourself, man, because people. People are going to act this way. It's not you know about I mean? being yourself. What? It's about being responsible with the power and the impact and the influence that I, you have as an artist. I just like Kanye that. West. That nigga got people to vote for Trump just off the strength of him being Kanye West. You okay. have to be careful with that power that you have. And he's not careful with that power at all. I'm not saying he has to change, and that's fine. And I'm a fan of his music. So sure. maybe I'm responsible too. But. I don't know. It's it's just like I don't fuck with that energy. It's too ooh, it's thick. So why don't you just go the Kanye way and just stick with the non secular music? I love Kanye. I mean, he was still mosh-pitting. Just saying, it's I've a been Sunday to service. What are you talking about? And it's never been like that. <laughs> it's ever. a Sunday service. They're in the choir. What are you talking about? Now, but <laughs> oh, has. Kanye actually had a service dedicated to the victims. He also had a service with a very powerful guy in Houston. So (laughs) okay, so let's get into it. (laughs) Wendell hates when I amp up Kanye West, but if you have not watched the two hour and twenty four minute interview with Kanye West on the Drink Champs, then you are missing out. Because aside from all the gossip, let's be real. Kanye was saying some shit. It was actually good, it was actually a good. Interview. He was really actually, talking that talk. I actually enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it it's, as well. I want to say Kanye's best interview. Not ever. I like the Zane Lowe one that he had like years ago too. I don't like how Zane Lowe. One he has was. one with um, the late night guy. Jay Leno. Uh, no, not Jay David Leno. Letterman. David Letterman, I like that interview a lot because he's just like sheltered. The one I didn't like was the Charlemagne one. Oh, he was tight throughout that. I I hated that interview. He was uncomfortable. There was no connection there at all. Well, they were there to like shit. They basically shit on him the whole thing, especially Charlemagne. So that was weird. I like this one because it celebrated Kanye for real. You know, Nori. People are saying that Nori set this up and that. You know, people will talk, but I mean, Obviously there's some it's his podcast. There's yeah. some <laughs> setup in, in it. <laughs> like, if there's no intention, what's the interview for? Like, you know, you need you need some intention. Yes, but also like Nori is known like he's really the one that started the flower trends. I want to give you your flowers. Yeah. I want to give you your flowers. That, that's a hundred percent true. So mm-hmm. for us to see what Kanye has been through and land right here in the biggest interview, like. Ever for the first time, and I think since the six nine interview on the Breakfast Club. Well, it's Nori's biggest interview to date. To date, right? Six point five. He had he had a million. He had a million views like his first like in less than twelve hours that it was out. Yeah, it was a hundred and a hundred and eighty thousand people were watching it as it premiered on um, Revolt, and right now it's at six point eight million views. And he's also tied to Charlemagne the God because this uh, podcast is signed to Revolt and mm-hmm. it's signed to the Black Effect Podcast Network. So, now, real quick, can you pull up the Takashi Six Nine numbers? It was bigger. I just want to see where it's at. Now. I think it's at twenty million. I looked at it this morning. Um, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, but the next um, the they're dropping another and the second part. 
yes. that Kanye West interview. Yes. Um, when this I knew it by the way they ended it. Yeah, because they needed they didn't to, say goodbye. They didn't say goodbye or nothing. Like it was Kanye was still talking, and they just was like, "Yeah, let's cut this." What was y'all favorite part about this? About the interview? Mm-hmm. That it was a good time. It was, n- not huh? not a good time. Like, <laughs> like they were enjoying themselves talking to Kanye. As the interviewer, Nori was invested. It was like they were listening more than they were asking. Yeah, no, no, was, no. But I'm saying like the energy was more like we're listening to you, listening to you, Kanye. Tell us. Yeah, it was a he and Kanye had fun. He laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen Kanye laugh more than I have ever. He tr- he tried to throw jokes here yeah, and there. He was funny. It was nice to see him in that light. Yeah. Um, but to Breakfast Club. The biggest one is Birdman, twenty one point yeah, and that's twenty one wow. million views, and then Takashi three years ago twenty million views, and then Soldier Boys twenty million two years ago, and then another Takashi sixteen million two years ago, and then Nipsey Hussle nine point seven million views from three years ago. So yeah. those five, are the top five. Top five Breakfast Club. That's crazy. That well, that crazy. Birdman interview was like the one that. Put them put over the top was, for sure. It was crazy. I mean, that one in Ray J. Ray oh, Ray J. J's interview was hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. So going back to Kanye, that's West. crazy. Takashi's on two of theirs. You love him on the low. Yeah, no, I'm just he, he really loves him. He favors him. You no, know, nah, we had this conversation he before. He's gonna get. He's gonna, no, gonna be Takashi next year for Halloween. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he has no <laughs> hair for it. You guys saw. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, um, Kanye talked a lot. He talked about black ownership. He talked about l- wanting to be with Kim. And oh, he hates Kim's publicist. He hates Kim's publicist. He hates <laughs> Kim's publicist. And the nanny. He said, oh, fuck yeah. the nanny. No, too. no, he said, I don't like, I don't fuck with some of those nannies. Yeah. He said some of them, but yeah. No, but fuck that publicist. I'm Kanye. on Kanye's side. Fuck that publicist. Yeah. I'm Hulu, on this my too. family. Hulu, this my family. Yeah. He was very, very like, Direct. Uh, direct about how he feels about Kim and his babies. Rightfully so. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, because he doesn't have family. a house. His home That's is his when wife. his home is when North FaceTimes. Yo, when he's that, that 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 oh. is so sweet. My heart melted. I was like, see, this is why this is really why I fuck with Kanye. Because he's a nutcase, but he has so much heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's the crazy fuck up cousin that you love. No matter how drunk, how high they are. I mean, I'm not saying that Kanye does those things. But I'm just saying, like, he's the black sheep in the family. But they have so sheep. much potential. But the difference is, they bought, he bought mad sheep. Yeah. We learned that, too. This nigga has <laughs> mad fucking land. shepherd. He talked about that. He was like, yo, black people be basically fighting over crumbs. And then he was like, you remember the, the saying that Jay talked about with the crabs in a barrel? He's like, of course they're trying to climb their way out. They're in a barrel. Crabs are not <laughs> supposed to be in barrels. He said a lot of, like, real shit. Like, For sure. He made so much sense. So, I mean, but I'm also biased, so 1,000%. But I enjoyed this interview. I watched it three times already. Three? Damn. It's, yeah, mad time. Yo. <laughs> you know how it, I, I listened to it at work. You know how inspired I felt after this interview? Like, remember when people used to be like, oh, he names Walt Disney. He named Steve Jobs, like, all these white, powerful people. No, he said his dad was Steve Jobs, so. (laughs) And he's the iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye's a trip, but, I mean, he's right. (laughs) So, 
And I used to think like, why would, why did he always, why does he always name white powerful people? And then I answered my own question and said, I think it's because to his point, he's trying to say black people should be fighting to be in this space, not in the space of money, but in the space <laughs> of power and change. And Kanye is probably the one and only rapper we've seen with this much impact, whether it be positive or negative. We see Jay-Z's impact, but it's all the way positive. But we're seeing someone that's, like, heavily flawed, and we keep, like, going with this back and forth, like, fuck Kanye, we love Kanye, fuck Kanye. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's so ill to watch. He's so fascinating. I mean, you can love somebody and still hate them at the same time. Not hate them, but you hate can, their ways. You can love somebody and not fuck with some of their stuff that they do. Yes. It's like how you love family members, but like... You don't really fuck with them. I'm going to keep my distance from you. Yeah. Like, I'll... I'm going to love you from over here. Yeah, like, I still love you. If you are in need of a kidney, I can probably help you, but I'm not going to be... Don't call me. Don't text me. (laughs) Like, I don't got to show up to your Tuesday night dinner. Like, I'm good. But if you need something, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. That type of shit. He also talked about... um, we can get to the gossip now because that's the fun part is the messy shit. When he talks about Soldier Boy's... Um, Soldier Boy's verse. <laughs> and he's like, y'all didn't hear the verse? <laughs> <laughs> y'all heard the verse, right? <laughs> and he was like, it wasn't good. He was like, nah, but Soldier Boy's the future. I'm like, yo, this man is crazy. But did you guys I mean, hear the verse? What? No, I didn't. You have it? Why didn't you send I, it? I ha- It was flowing around online. Like, I can probably send it to you. But. He sent everything but that. That shit was horrible. Why would I send that? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you didn't send it. But Kanye has arguably the one of the best Andre 3000 verses of all time in his vault. No, but he that guy actually got released to those little uh, beat pack machine thingies mm, that they sold. The, the, Donda the thing. stems? Yeah, the stem mm. thing. It got sent to those. Like if the they Andre 3000? That song. Oh, and wow. it's going to be on the deluxe. He said in the interview. Dope. I can't it's wait. It's going to be on, like, I the hope he takes album. off his trash ass. Uh, I, it was, I don't think it was finished. Well, he needs to Because go he started off, and then they, like, he was just, like, went on a tangent. He need to make some calls to consequence and um, currency so they could polish it up. But, um, yeah, yeah. he talked a lot of shit about Drake. He talked shit about Big Sean. He went and grabbed a rest in peace sign and said... Kanye lays here because he signed Big Sean or something like that. Yeah, Big Sean is the worst decision of his career. Yes. And he blamed it on the fact that they didn't defend him with the whole him running for president and voting for Trump, which I think is so petty, but I can understand. I can see, like, people you think that are supposed to fuck with you. And it's it's his perspective. From what he said, it was that they did it publicly. Yeah. If they didn't do it publicly, he would have been fine. Basically, just like how he was pushed, embarrassed. Just like how pushed, he was like, "Yeah, he voted for he voted for that black chick, that who was in who's a sorority, who's in mm-hmm. the, who's in a, who's an AKA that you guys haven't seen since she got elected." And I was like, "Well, yeah, we really haven't seen Kamala at all." But yeah, we're Were not gonna get into that. I I stay out of women's business. In political business, because uh, Kanye West got a little man syndrome. I'm gonna say right now, how tall is Kanye West? How tall is your favorite rapper? They're all short. <laughs> They're all short, except no, for no. But seriously, I think he's like tall? five six. He got a little man syndrome. Oh, well, Big Sean is like five seven, so it's like the same nah, shit. Little, 
I mean, Big Sean. Small. <laughs> Big Sean's actually. Did you just say Little Sean? <laughs> he did say Little Sean. That's funny. Uh, nah, but Kanye Kanye's really. Five Yeah, they're all bad. Kanye, short. listen, Kanye got little man syndrome. I don't care what you say. If you you can't hear it in the, you know, you know what Kanye sounded in, on a lot of parts of this this interview. You you seen the um video of the um the short guy that walks in the sub place. And he has a tantrum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds just like that. I didn't get that vibe from this like, interview at all. Like, no. in certain moments, it felt like it. I didn't really see that. It I was like he's, he's always been arrogant, though. Yeah, that's that's that was his personality. He was throwing some gems in there. Like, For he sure, was, he threw he a was, lot he of was gems. Feeling, he was feeling himself uh, monetarily for the money aspect, how he was saying that. Where, look at me, look at where Just Blaze is at. Like, but that was crazy. And, and like, then how Just he Blaze, shitted on like, Talib Kweli too. Oh, but I, I'm all on board about him shitting on John Legend because John Legend does everything that they yeah, tell him to do. He's a coon. He would be he'll be out there with a piano at anyway. Providence Place Mall right now if you paid him. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're disordered. <laughs> and then he started singing like John Legend out of nowhere in the middle of the interview. That was hilarious. I don't think that Kanye has little man syndrome. I think that. I mean, you're also biased. No, no, no. He's from. You observ- are biased. biased. No, I'm putting my bias to the side. He's always been the loud mouth. It's not like I'm tough. I could beat niggas up. It's like I got money. And he does got money. It's the arrogance that came with the money. Right. But it's not. And little man syndrome is when like you're trying to overcompensate your toughness for your size. He's never been the one to claim that he's tough. He's just claiming that he got money and or does he, got money. Or he claimed that back in the day, he claimed that he was the flyest. That he was and he the was. Best. Yeah. He started a lot of trends. For sure. That's he, he did. You know, I'm not, not going to say he didn't. But and now people are wearing bags. And everybody people called wear, him gay people for People been it. wearing bags. I'm saying, though, but when he wore a bag. He was wearing book bags. He was wearing book bags and regular bags, like laptop bags. Satchels. Satchels, yeah. <laughs> the man purse. Yeah, but he was, like, my whole, my biggest thing was him saying he doesn't have a house. Like, and. Basically, that, he's a nomad. Yeah. A, a like vagabond. A, like, yo, where do you stay? Like. He's like, nah, I just stay at, like, different He's hotels. He's lying, and, yo. Like, yo, <laughs> just go lying. home to your wife. Like, goddamn, nigga. <laughs> She's outside with Pete Davidson. She don't got time for him. She a smut. But, wow. <laughs> she is, is she not? No. Kanye was dating a model chick not too long ago. Why isn't he a smut? He is. I'm not saying he isn't, but they're both smuts. That's terrible. You know what, actually, I liked about this interview that he... For the first time, I think, touched on his relationship with Amber Rose in that moment in his life. He basically uh, proved my theory right. That he was drunk. That he was, like, basically an alcoholic and addicted to sex. He said he had his two vices in one hand. Women and liquor. And liquor. And I was like, damn, I never heard him say that. That's him taking accountability. According according to Joe Budden, he said it was... He said... His two addictions was liquor and attention, but I don't. It still that. is attention. It goes hand in hand. Women attention. Um, I also love how freely he talks about God and spirituality, because it proves to people that like don't understand Christianity that being a man of God doesn't mean that you're perfect. 
Like he said, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not, sometimes I fall off the rails and I don't know. He's just a great example of how imperfect people are. But the difference between Kanye and someone else is that Kanye lives in his truth. Even when he's lying and making shit up about his friends or like talking shit behind their back, really. Uh, It was an enjoyable interview. I cannot wait for the second part. Uh, if you have not watched it, go ahead and watch it. I know we're missing something because there was there's, so there's much. There's a lot to talk about on this. There's so much. But after that, it's been said that his brand, his Easy brand, is getting sued over alleged shipping delays. Um, he also said that he owes uh, Beanie, Beanie Siegel, Siegel money. Beanie $50 million. Because Beanie Siegel came up with the name Yeezy. Well, he didn't say the money aspect. He Beanie, didn't say how Beanie much. Beanie said Beanie said how much, five, how much he offered five, him. He five, said he said I give him the uh, no. He said yes. he'll give him fifty mil and then a small equity in the Yeezy brand, that, which is so, great. So I'll he's gonna it. give him money plus equity. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. That's pretty stand up from Kanye for sure. Like I'm not if it goes like, through. Yeah, he, we we all know that the we all know deals go south. The beef between him and Sean is about money. He also um Jay Z also came out to. Kind of defend Jeff, uh, just Jeff Bezos, Jeff, just, just Blaze. Blaze, damn. <laughs> um, because Kanye said basically he call, he called him a copycat, quote mm. unquote. Like that's so childish. Like well, I haven't heard that word in mad long. Yeah, but that's gonna just incite the the bank Just Blaze fucking beef another time when they was just getting over it. At, like last year for. Jay-Z's birthday, like, they kind of squashed it. Mm. But, like, it's just going to incite the whole shit again because they got a beef over, like, your beats sound like mine. Like, you... Yeah. Like, but to Jay-Z's that. point, Jay-Z said the assignment was to bring soulful beats to the project. So everybody brought soulful beats. So, of course, there's going to be similarities in these beats mm-hmm. because there's a there's a, con- a concept for the album, which I thought was great that Jay-Z said that because it makes mad sense. I'll and I went you. to listen to... Uh, just Blaze Cadillac. I'm like, he does not sound like Kanye. I mean, obviously they both use samples, but well, he was talking about just the blueprint, like first half of the blueprint, right? I mean, and Jay Z cleared that up. Yeah, in the second half, which blueprint is top five, top five Jay Z albums. So, mm-hmm. one thing I didn't like about the, uh, the interview is was and and this is why I say that, like Kanye would talk about uplifting a black man. Let's Let's do all this great stuff, but then take shots at a black man. Right after he's talking about that, that's like the slap in the back. Oh, you're okay, buddy. You're yeah. okay, but buddy. But we know that Kanye's yeah. But the thing is, two face like that. The thing is that I don't like that. Like just off rip. Like if you're my boy and you're doing that, and that's what I think Sean was saying. Because Sean was like, "Yo, I just seen you," mm-hmm. and this was after the interview. Like I just seen He's you, like, you didn't and say you didn't say shit to me about mm-hmm. that, but you, now you over here talking hella crazy on this shit. Like that makes no sense. I think Kanye was also feeling himself, like he was even I mean, fake smoking. He's on also there. always he was, no. He, he was, was real feelings. He was not smoking for real. Oh, uh, you don't think he inhaled? No, he said it himself <laughs> too in the middle of the interview. He literally went <laughs> like that nigga was not smoking <laughs> at all. Kanye is the guy that. Brings the energy needed to make f- people feel something in that moment. Well, he was taking real shots. He's a manipulator. He was taking real shots. But Kanye knows how to manipulate energy 
and manipulate his way into people's hearts. He said he named his daughter after Nori. You believe him? That's a bullshit. His yeah, daughter's name is North. Like, <laughs> his daughter's name is North. So <laughs> that's why you have to take everything he says with a grain of salt. When he talks about people, I really don't give a shit. But when he starts talking about life, that's when I tune in. That's yeah, the Kanye I, I mean, want to hear. He does experience an actual life, so he's going to drop some gems on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really want to know what him and Biggs got going on. Kanye and Biggs? Yeah, because Biggs was at the interview. He really? Pulled up mid, he pulled up mid-interview. He pulled mid-interview, and Nori was like, oh, shit, oh, Biggs is here. And I don't remember that part. Nah, no, I you did, watched I it three times, and you don't remember this shit? Mm-mm. I was focused on Kanye's words, studying <laughs> to know how to be rich. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a great interview. Shout out to Nori. Congratulations. That's a big deal in the podcast world. Be tuned for part two. Up, part two coming up. Um, Did they hold the Drake episode? I don't think. I don't think that ever happened. I don't think that ever happened. I don't think Drake ever pulled up. I have no idea about that. I have no but sources. I know no information. I mean, they did say that there was a Drake episode. Okay. They did. So if if there is one, are they going to drop it soon? I don't think they ever recorded it because if you. Hold it for that long. All the stuff in it is going to be outdated. Yeah, but also Drake is very anal about everything that comes out about him. Yeah, but I think they would have released it already because it would have been the content in the interview would have probably been most likely outdated. Mm, yeah, like it's probably too late now. Yeah, it's too late. Like they would have already had it. I think it was just a rumor. Like, Or they would have been like, oh, yeah, we Or we they have, saw them together. Yeah, like we have an interview, blah, blah, blah. Like, we, we talked about doing an interview. We both agreed on it. Probably just never had the the time or some shit I like that. I think it, it will happen now if it didn't. I don't it think it will happen. happen. Not, with, not with Drink Champs because they did it. They did it. Yay. But who knows because Drake's big big OG sat down in the chapel with uh, what Kanye. Well, he said that Kanye reached out to him. He put out a statement. Did you read it? Who? Orbe? Jay Prince. Jay Prince put out a statement. Yeah. I mean, Kanye also in the interview, Kanye does say that he was with Jay Prince prior to the interview. Yeah, he called Jay Prince. Oh. Let me see if I could find the statement. Uh, y'all say something else. Yeah, I, that I, that whole statement looked like he was like scared. He, like like he was put, <laughs> like he had a gun to the back. Like the person shooting the <laughs> shooting the video had a gun attached to it. I was like, I right, read, shit, read, read that fucking phone. Yeah. Read that statement that I'm putting on that phone right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is when I when we watched it here last night, I thought he said, "Pause the video," but he said, "That was beautiful." <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck did I get that? I was so scared for Kanye. That's what I heard. I was like, oh shit. I mean, because it looks like a ransom. Yeah, it looks like a video. ransom video. Like, it does. It, it really does. So basically, he's what, gonna hold up the. The, le- the the message says, "Get money to this account." Like uh, you seen that? What was that? It was a uh, show. Nick threatening was a him with the cash on, app. Um, it was a show. I think it was cash app. This cash app. It was a show on Netflix or who? It was like the not. It was like the perfect, Yo. the perfect stranger or some shit like that. And it was like the dude. He with Halle Berry. It was some shit. It was Halle Berry has a movie called Perfect Stranger. I forgot what the name of it was, but it was on Hulu on Netflix, and like the dude, he was called jogging and 
blah blah blah. They had to find the killer who killed him, and like he held like a he held like the ransom. It's like I I did bad things. I need this much. I need yeah, like blah blah blah. If I get five million views to this thing, I'm gonna die. That type of shit. Mm. And it was like that's what it felt like with Kanye. Yeah, it was like, very. He was about scary. to hold up some. He said that um, he basically called for peace. He said, obviously, me and not word for word, I'm paraphrasing. Obviously, me and Drake have been throwing shots at each other for quite some time. I'm calling for peace. I want him to perform with me December 12th, I think it was, or December 22nd. And um, he said, I believe, and I quote, I believe this event will not only bring awareness to our case, but prove to people everywhere how much more we can accomplish when we lay our pride to the side and come together. And it's also um, to bring awareness to Larry Hoover's case. So they're trying to get Larry Hoover to um, to get out of jail. To get out of jail, which I'm assuming Kim is the one that's dealing with that case because she's a lawyer now, right? And she'd be letting people out. But <laughs> Jay Prince, <laughs> Jay Prince said on Twitter, "I met with Kanye West. I met with Kanye. He doesn't know how to write." Um, but I'm going to be careful. Hey, hey, yeah, you better, you better tread lightly. <laughs> I'm not going to save Kanye you. West, <laughs> I'm guessing last night in H-Town at the Rothko Chapel. It wasn't in my plans to meet him there, but I must say I'm glad I didn't allow a worship place for God to detour our meeting. So basically Kanye invited him to church. No, I think, I think what that means is that they was going to meet. But Kanye said, let's meet at the church. And Jay Prince didn't want to meet at the church. It was probably a different meeting site that they wanted to meet at. But I think Jay, like Kanye was like, oh, let's meet at the church. And Jay was like, all right, fuck it. We're going to meet here anyway. I'm going to say what I got to say. Whatever it is, I hope that Kanye is safe. And I hope <laughs> <laughs> I hope that him and Jake do make peace. I'm ready for the music already. I don't really care about the music with them two. Really? Nah, it'll, it'll, it'll be some dope. I don't, I don't really well, care about the music. If Kanye too. and Drake come together and make music, whoa. Nah, you think uh, I, I'll be more excited for a Kanye pusher. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, but uh, even Kanye pusher, uh, Drake, Drake pusher. Uh, yeah, but I I'm don't think. I'm thinking music. I'm not, I don't, I don't think, care about beef. Yeah, but no, I don't like, think. I'm I don't think pusher and Drake. Music, we'll if they events. ever. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, if that ever happened. Yeah. I don't think Pusher and Drake will ever, like, amend. Like, I don't think that would ever happen. I don't know. We'll see. Drake has made peace with people that we never thought he would make peace with. Like who? Meek and Chris Brown. Charlemagne the God. Well, Charlemagne. Well, Charlemagne, Charlemagne have not made up. <laughs> Charlemagne just used to call him a thumb with eyebrows, an Albanian <laughs> lesbian. <laughs> Charlemagne is so, when I, like, I but hear this them is old morning. Charlemagne. This is old Charlemagne. Yeah, this new he, Charlemagne, I don't know. New Charlemagne, he's he's still fake, but he covers it with I'm selling healing. I'm sending healing energy to everybody. Like yeah, that's how he fake. covers his fake. Um, he's not fake. He's just too conscious. He's like super he's, woke. He's trying to save the bag. Well, I mean, he had the mental health, the him. mental health bag that he was on. Like no, he's still <laughs> on it. He he was headlining that's incredible, on though. at the mental health festival. No, he's or that was his or something. Like that, that was his. He made that. It's his event. 
Yeah, but that was like a wave that everybody's riding. It's, the it's not a wave, wave, Wendell. I'm I'm this in is therapy. To I'm in therapy. The black but community. I'm in therapy. I so you're part I of the wave. Want, I know. I so you're saying yes. that people who believe in their mental health are hype beasts? No, I'm saying that all <laughs> the artists, crazy. all the artists, yeah. and everybody who's like, oh yeah, my mental health. I got to do all. That. Like, bro, you was just fucked up the other day. It's night. a like, great wave, know? and that's okay. People switch. They ain't in therapy. They're just talking about the shit. And that's okay. As long as the conversation (laughs) is spreading. That's all I care about. But let's talk about... Talk about somebody with a mental health issue is Summer Walker. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. Summer Walker um, released the highly anticipated album um, produced tracks 1 through 15 produced by London on the track. If you have and not she dissed that. them on every single one of them. And the first three <laughs> songs were super fucking toxic. It was giving me dumb bitch vibes. It was actually very triggering because it reminded me of a young Christina. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this bitch is dumb. <laughs> and when I say bitches, I only call the women bitches because the bitches love it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so the album sonically sounds amazing. It's, it's oh, it wow. is an amazing album. She's singing her ass off, okay? The album is called Still Over. It's out right now. Um, who does she have on here? She got, she SZA, got SZA, JT, Cardi B with the intro. Yo, Cardi B's intro was so fucking ratchet. Yeah. She has Ari Lennox, Little Dirk, Pharrell. Uh, Omarion and Ciara's Prayer, which got everybody talking. <laughs> is, is this, since we mentioned we SZA, is this her control? Absolutely not. Someone Walker's, like, in her in her artistry, this is not her control? Or her confessions? So. No. I think, no, honestly, for I think. So her recent and I'm not saying that this projects album is, is better? This is really good, but not better than Control. No, no, that's this, not what I'm saying. No. Is, is this, this her control? Her moment. No, I'm telling you, no. I think her moment has yet to come, honestly. I think she has a long, successful career ahead of her. So you think that SZA can never top Control? No. And if she does, then thank God for it. But I don't think that she can top Control. And for hearing from... Where she's at kind of, like, hit different makes me scared that maybe she's leaning more towards, like, a commercial radio sound. Well, that's what we thought with with uh, Summer when she came out with that JT single. And it actually flowed better in the album. I, yeah, I liked it when I first heard it. Though. I hated that shit. It reminded me of um, Ciara's first album, which I really liked a lot. So. Uh, it reminded it was you of goodies. No, not goodies. It's another song. I forgot what it's called. But Mental step. <laughs> no, but it's in that realm. You're both like it's that body has body. that old school, early two thousands feel. I think that's why I liked it because it was nostalgic. But I enjoyed this album. She was singing her. She was singing. Oh, shit. Summer was it's running. A, yeah, it's a summer it's was a, running. Summer not walking. It's a wounded woman's album. Absolutely. It's a modern day Mary J. Blige. What's your phone? No. It's a her. Possibly. It's a modern day. No, not modern day. No. So what would be a modern day, like, 411? Like, what's that type of novel? I don't know. There's not enough pain in this album for me. Excuse me? 
She 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 <laughs> literally just. Dis- these- no, her, no, her. no. She said she said your mother didn't beat you enough. Yeah, that's bitter. Like, no, she that's was like she sad. was like I should have slapped your mother. Like she was. That's she was violent. Like, not she sad. said. London, did you fuck that bitch? This is ghetto love. <laughs> this is what this is. This is fuck these niggas. Fuck these. This is what this is giving me. Mary J. Blige was on some real deal. Like yeah, that was sadness. that was early. That was mid nineties. No. Uh, that was mid nineties. Not enough. Yonkers pain in hurt there. in Mary J.'s album. I think That's Adele has more heard pain all the, and soul. All the hood shit. Yeah. from other people. Nah, this is not nowhere as sad as Mary J.'s album. I understand what you're saying, though, but I can't. That's why I said it's we'll a modern day version because you you're not no. gonna get that type of that type of pain from anybody no. but Adele. Now we gotta and get that sadder. Ballard's, and that Ballard's type because that's what Mary gave you. She gave you that that Ballard's no. type of pain. We can get sadder than that. I don't know who's gonna do it, but Summer Walker is not it. But sh- great album. Congratulations. <laughs> it's good. It's on so. repeat. I'm listening to it all. The, I got to be careful, though, because that energy is, inf- going back to energy, that energy is infectious. So I have a quick thing. Uh, I know bands don't watch Insecure, but. <clears throat> Such a lame. Yeah, he's weird. Um, <laughs> but Summer Walker gave you that, like, bitter baby mom feeling, blah, blah, blah. Perfect. But then you, got, then you got Insecure, who gave you that, that, like, that, that, Dad, who wants to be there? But you got the bitter baby mom on the other side. Hold who's on, not hold gonna, on. What? You said I'm here. You I'm here. S- you I'm here. Oh my god! I'm I don't here. know why you did this. I'm here. You should have came yesterday, <laughs> Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence ain't shit. How is he not shit? How do you move? First of all, Condola. Okay. Okay. You want me to? You want no, me to say what Condola no. said when she found out she was pregnant? I, she's being petty. What did she say? What did she say when she found out she was pregnant? He told her to keep him posted. No. What did she say when she found out she was pregnant? I mean, that you can be as involved as you want to be. Okay. So when he's doing that, you get mad. Okay. So now that she's being a mom and she's in full control, and you live in a whole nother place, don't be mad when she's running the show. You should have been here. He, you should have been coming to these babies appo- appointments. You didn't even come see what your son's ultrasound looked like. You ain't shit, nigga. How do you know? How do you know that she didn't? Did she hit him up to find out? No, I, she don't. He's know in that. San Diego. He's not in San Diego. He's in uh, San Francisco. And, oh, San Francisco, same shit. No, it's not. Why <laughs> would you move to a whole nother place when you because know your son's new, about to be born? Because he had a new job, and that job was he nigga, took that job. You know before. how many women sacrifice everything to be a mom? You couldn't sacrifice he, this little job. He took that job before. And he's going to move out. back. Now he's going to move back because he's a dumbass. He should have never moved in the first place. He took the job before she found out she was pregnant. Before he found out she was pregnant. Sounds like a soap He opera. told Condola <laughs> that he's not coming because he was tired, but he was too busy fucking bitches. He, he ain't no. shit. He said that he was too tired that day. That That's why he didn't go. You know what? It was that, that episode, one weekend. And then when he came down, he was like, I'm going to just keep rolling with the punches. Like, you're going to take like, this you baby on the airplane? You don't even know this baby. They didn't go on the airplane. They was going down the street. They was going. My he was staying. He was staying with. He was staying with somebody. Right, he right, wanted to right. go down the street. And she said, no, keep give me my but baby. Can you look at things? I don't trust from- you. But yet you trusted me to you trusted me to go inside you raw. But you don't trust me. That's it's different. my baby. Fucking raw and having a baby are two different things. It's right? my one baby. Good and How one many is people dramatic. out there raw dogging though? 
Everybody's raw dogging, but okay, to my point is that raw dogging so isn't easy. trusting everybody else. No, no, no. I'm saying raw dogging is an easy decision okay. to make. How is it an easy decision? You can die. Sure. But you nobody can die. thinks about that. But you can die. That, so if you, you, if you, you give yourself up. Trusting each yeah, other. If you, give a, if you give up yourself and fucking They're somebody both raw. raw and fucking somebody raw, you have the chance of getting HIV or AIDS and They're dying. Both but yet wrong. you can't. But yet you're not I gonna mean, give me the child I to, that I, I have to stop put. you right there because nowadays they have medication that'll keep you alive for a full lifetime <laughs> if you had H. Yeah, you sound like I'm not, HIV or AIDS. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. I'm to just figure saying, that out. I, but no, no. <laughs> I just had to put that in there because and I should it. I don't. I don't want the wrong message to get out. Yeah, because the baby was trying to spread some false rumors about HIV. You can live with HIV. You're not gonna croak. But I get what you're saying. But my point is, can't you see the woman's side from watching this episode? I can, but I can also see the man's side in watching this. Episode. I can too. But why can't you ignore? You came at Condola first thing, because guns blazing. Like she a bitter baby mom's. Like like she's he, not bitter. She's stressed out. Okay, and you can't tell that he's stressed out too. But he's looking at that. He's looking at that crib Wendell. every single day when he comes home, I know wishing you're that he not wants to. I'm, I'm letting you know. He's looking at that wow. crib every single day. He's looking you. at that crib every single day, and wishing that he had his son. He's putting on the lights to find to see he like the soul in San Diego, he San Francisco. You said it wrong again. He lives up north. Is my point. He. He moved to San Francisco. He's taking the trips down there. He was trying to. He left a date to go. Why as are soon you as he flying every weekend when you could have just stayed in LA and let your son be born? I don't he, understand. He was gonna be born regardless. Want to like, make a bet that he's gonna move back? It's a TV show. It's probably already figured out that he's gonna move back. But I'm, do you want to make that, a bet? I'm not that invested in that he's gonna move back or not. You sound invested. Or she can move up. Condola. Or she can move up to San Francisco, and they can try to work that but shit he's, out. He's never told her that. She never told him to move back either. But they know that there's something wrong, which okay. I, which I gotta give them credit for that they actually figured out. There's just something. We don't wrong. have much time, right? But this is I'm speaking from personal experience. When you get pregnant, the the thing you want the most is even if you're not with this person, right? Because early, I'm going to be full transparent and personal. When I was pregnant, I already knew that my daughter's father and I were not going to be together. It was only a matter of time before we broke up. So like five, four months in, I started preparing myself. I'm going to be a single mom. I already know this nigga may or may not be around. It's whatever. But the least you can do is care about me while I'm holding your child. He should have been calling her. He should have been keeping up with her appointments. He should have never moved. Not being there as a girlfriend, but being there as the father of this child. You don't know that. She's tired. You You know know how many times you got to wake up in the middle of the night and stick your titty out for this baby to suck on your nipples? Your nipples get raw. When I took showers, my nipples were in pain. I understand that. No, you don't I, understand. I, I don't understand that and they was raw. <laughs> but but like, but like you don't. Crazy. But like we don't know because it is a TV show. And and now, you know, she but made you, a decision. She has to deal with that. But like I said, it's a TV show. We don't know if any but of that this, stuff no, was this happening. This is real life. <laughs> this happens in real in, fucking life. In the TV show, we don't know if any of that behind the scenes shit was happening while they was pregnant because they never showed it. So we can't say no, that. No, they did. They when, did, when did they talk Lawrence about it? Lawrence says it. No, they didn't. Yes, he does. No, they didn't. 
And then the mom's, um, her sister was like, oh, he's like an uncle. He just pops up whenever. Yeah, because he's only there on the weekends because he's working during the week. That's he what she's talking some about. weekends. Okay. She can't skip a day. And you skipped a whole weekend. He tried to give her, he tried to give her time to herself. And she said, no, give me my son. I don't trust you. How can you trust a guy you don't know? She was dating him. He's the father Barely. of the child, too. That she doesn't mean anything. Him. Yeah, but, you know, you you both made the child, so. Yeah. That does not they, mean anything. She was dating the guy. Like you they build was in, that trust when you're pregnant. They was in, they was yeah, in a full-blown relationship. No, I, I can't say because you've never been uh, in that predicament. They was I in a full-blown relationship. Hold I'm going to I'm gonna speak on something. It was not a full-blown relationship. Just because. Yeah, they were. Listen. One thing. Yeah, they were. They, they broke one up thing, after just Thanksgiving. Just because I ain't live it doesn't mean I can't speak on it. They were not together for a long time. Yeah, they were. They were together for like six months. What are you talking about? That's long to you? It was in a relationship. It was long enough for you to find out to find out if you know that if you you know the person. Yeah, well but not enough to trust him with your baby. It's his baby too. Yes. You're missing that part. Okay, but <laughs> this shows that when an absent father is in a like when there's an absent father situation that the mother can't trust you, not because she doesn't she thinks you're going to kill the baby or hurt the baby, but you haven't been around to build that trust with her. She doesn't so, feel comfortable. So if, Yo, they, had, if they had joint custody, easy. we need if another had, girl on this If podcast. they had joint custody, he would have had the baby every other weekend or... So go get it blah, then. Blah, blah, blah. But it's the same thing. He, she still wouldn't let him take the baby if they had joint custody because she would have said, I don't trust you. Yeah, but when it's the, the same are, fucking shit. When the courts are, courts are she's involved, still gonna, she she's still not gonna, She's still not going to, quote unquote, trust him. With the baby. It's the same but thing. But at that point, then you have no choice. You do have a choice because you... Not when even, the courts are involved. Yeah, they are. Like, you, women still have a choice because okay, they well, can still deny the guy. He needs to be around more. So, and I bet you any money, he's going to move back to LA. He's going to build a trust with Condola and they're going to end up just fine. I bet you or, any money. Or she moves up north. But Either way, gonna, they have to be together. I'm going to... Like, how you were just transparent, I'll be transparent right now, too. I felt... All the way, like how Lawrence felt. So with my first daughter, me and her mom broke up before we found out that she was pregnant. So like we was like we was in high school, junior year, yeah, junior year of high school. That's young. Yeah. So we we broke up. Like I was like, yo, this is moving way too quick. Like I felt it was moving way too quick. Blah blah blah, because she was catching feelings, and I was like. I I can't. Well, you were raw dogging, so yes, feelings will occur. So I was like, yeah, I can't. Blah blah blah. So we broke up, and then she found out she was pregnant, and I was like, oh fuck! Like I was scared. I was fucking sixteen years old. Fucking yeah, scared. That's natural. So basically, we go like that whole hospital scene. I was like, yo, that is. I told Irene, I was like, yo, this is how I felt walking into the hospital when Soleil was born. You felt out of place. It was just weird. Like, it's just weird. Like, I barely know these people. Like, it's just but weird. that's what I'm saying. They barely know each other. Well, no, it's not that I don't know the mom. It's I don't know the rest of the family. That I mean, is different. Yeah, but it's different. When it's different. you know somebody, know you should know their... F- like, if you're in a serious not relationship... Necessarily. I don't know your moms. I know you. Yes, but when you're, we're not in a relationship though. If we were in a serious relationship, you're going to know who my family is. Not necessarily. I was in. That's crazy. I was in serious relationships before. I was in a serious relationship, and I knew, like, yeah, I, 
like I'll see them, like I'll see the mom or I'll see the dad. But like I wasn't like, all right, let me go introduce myself. Like it's not my place to do that. And especially in their situation, because I don't think that the mom lived in L.A. Yeah, and I don't coming think, from out of town. Yeah, and I don't think the mom lived in L.A. I don't think the sister lived in L.A. Mm-hmm. So it's you can't put that all on Lawrence because he didn't, like she's not, like the family, and not, his parents don't even live in L.A. Mm-hmm. So it's like you no, can't. No, I'm not putting it all on Lawrence. So you can't even be like, yo, he should have known, blah, blah, blah. Is They probably never got to that point. Where let's go, let's go spend, let's go spend Christmas with my folks. Let's go spend Thanksgiving with mine. It's like they don't get to that point, but yet they still know each other. Yes, but barely. You know, at six months, you don't know somebody. Even at two years, you don't know somebody. You don't know some. You don't. You truly, truly don't know somebody until you move in with them. And that's my point. They never, they never got to that deep, deep, deep. Into the relationship. Well, he was living with Issa and they still didn't know her. <laughs> so. Lawrence has made a lot of mistakes. God bless him. I hope he makes the right decision. Still Team Lawrence. Sure. He's trying, right? Um, We went off the rails. Oh, yeah, we did. Let's quickly. Did you guys listen to the Key Glock project? It's Channel 5 energy. is my it's, shit. It's, it's big energy. I love it, it a lot. It's, it's good. Um, I heard it once, I'll be honest with you. It was... It felt good. It, the energy was there. Um, this like there was a few skips, but I want to say for overall it was very good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And uh, Terrace Martin also dropped the project. He's been dropping projects right and left. That's my guy. Yo, I love everything he puts together. I love Terrace Martin. Um, the Boy. features are great. <clears throat> and to name some of the singles, we have. <laughs> Lotto, Big Lotto is South. Big Lotto. Side. That song is a banger. Big Lotto. Travis Scott dropped the Tupac, ASAP Ferg featuring Pharrell, Green Juice, eh, subpar. Silk Sonic dropped. Yeah, that song is fire. Smoking out the that song This is, is way fire. better than Skate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> skate was good, though. I liked Skate. On a, I do. On a scale from one to ten. On a scale from um, skate for me. On a scale from open. <laughs> yeah, leave the door open. Is <laughs> no, smoking no, no, out no, the window. No, no. You can't. <laughs> it's you three. Can't. Is it three? Nah, skate for me is a solid six. Skate's gonna get skipped when we get that album. I'm, I'm just saying, you playing leave the door open, smoking out the window, or skate first. Leave the door open, smoking leave out the, the window, ho- and I'm not even <laughs> playing. <skate. laughs> I'm playing all three. Okay. Okay, but which order? I'll probably put skate in the middle because I'd be forced to listen <laughs> to the best. Because you're trying to leave the best for last. We understand. <laughs> uh, French Montana dropped the song with Fabio Foreign. Called he just Panican. dropped a, uh, a, what you call, uh, his uh, title for his album and track listen today. French Montana? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Into he lost his mojo for me personally. J.I. the Prince dropped the new Hold song. Hold on, what do you think about uh, French Montana, Fabio Foreign? It's okay. I don't like the production really that much. I don't like how, like, I feel like French is trying to catch. He's, like, trying to hold on for dear life. Like, oh, what feature is going to save my life? And, like, none of them are. I, honestly, I don't think that. I think. You didn't feel the, she's no. a runner, she's a track star. That was forced. Was it Mooski? Mm, Let's see. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, Drake, Splash Brothers, Touch the Sky, John Legend, Rick Ross, Mopstick, Kodak Black, Stuck in the Jungle, Pop Smoke, and Little Dirk, Panicking, of course, Handstand, Doja Cat, and Sweetie. Interesting. I d- Didn't I d- Get Fair, Fabulous, Push Start, Coil Leroy. I'm just naming the features. Strip Tease, Ty Dolla Sign, and Lotto, Big Season, Little TJ, and the bonus record, Fuck With Fuck with me, get a bag remix with money bag. Yo, wow! So twenty songs sounds, and one bonus. Sounds dope, but you know, I think I think we 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 put French Montana a higher pedestal than he deserved in the first place. Wow! So now we're trying to where we as the fan are trying to listen for that next big hit. Yeah, I don't think it's French chasing the you hit. Said it, not I me. think. It's our ears waiting for the hit. So it sounds like Because uh, I don't think he's he's changed. What are you gonna say? He he doesn't <laughs> like it. He's gonna say something That's I fine. don't like. What are you gonna say? Uh it sounds like your guy from Worcester, huh? From who? From Worcester. Worcester. Oh uh, <laughs> okay, we're going there. <laughs> wow, that's messed up. He's talking about Joyner Lucas. Because it's like Jordan is still looking for that for that big single. I think he's I don't looking think he's, for his sound. He's place. Yeah, he's, he's like he's experimenting. Yeah. Let's just say that. He's an experiment with a good album. Wow. Have you listened to his projects? Never. He never has. <laughs> he's he's he, he hasn't. <laughs> oh man. The the five oh eight, I don't know the name the full number, but that shit was dope. Yeah, and shout and out to Boston, Massachusetts. We get a lot of listeners from Massachusetts, so shout out to y'all. Shout out to Joyner Lucas. Shout out to... Um, Bia? No, the man that he signed from Providence. Uh, um, King OSF? King, yeah, King OSF. Wow, I wow, was drawing wow, you're drawing a blank. What's up with you? From PVD yeah. to the world. Uh, Flo Millie dropped, too. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, Benny the Butcher, Jada, Benny the Butcher, Jada Kiss, Busta Rhymes, hold, 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 hold on. That's a vibe. Bobby Smurda Splash. No, 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 Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Slow the fuck down. I think we we skipped over this J.I. the Prince. Yeah, a lot of people do. I think we just floated over this. I didn't listen to it, so I can't even help you out. He's nice. He's floating. He's floating. He floats on every song. Um... You know, and I'm usually not so excited to talk about the last new singles, but out. but this kid, he's nice. He's a problem, and he's just getting started. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. The taking for uh no, not taking for granted. Is it taking for granted? Yeah. No, take, Hood Life Crisis Volume Three, three. EP. Mm-hmm. That EP is crazy. taking for granted. Is the new single that just dropped? Crazy. But yeah, uh, that song is, I mean, that man, that young man, he's highly underrated. But I mm. am looking forward to the Snoop Dogg algorithm Snoop album. album looks fire. It looks fire. He played, did you listen to the interview with uh, Million Dollar Game? Yeah. He I, li- I listened a lot to, of songs. I listened to the clips on it. That Oh, you got to listen to the full thing. It's a good ass interview. I can't listen to Gilly, man. Really? It's, some, it's like the same thing with Nori. Like, I can't. With Nori and Drink Champs, like, the air horn, like, when Kanye said, stop with the air horn, I was so fucking glad. Yeah, but, but they then, don't do air horns on Million Dollar No, nah, but it's just a lot of, like, a lot of shit going on in Million Dollar Game. It's entertaining. They're great at what they like, do. I, I, like, I get it, but it's like, I got a certain artist that I 
check out. Same thing with Dream Champs. Like, certain artists, That's I would fine. go check out. It's not for everybody. It's definitely a niche podcast. Um, Bobby Schmurda, we've all been waiting for him to drop a song. He finally dropped something called Splash. What do we think? I'm okay. just glad he's out. Okay. Okay, that was respectful. <laughs> Respectfully. Um, okay, on first listen, I enjoyed it. On first listen. But then when I actually sat down and tried to, you know, pick it apart a little bit, I was mm-hmm. like, uh, no. It's a throwaway. It's a throwaway. It's a it's a big throwaway. Like, so yeah. you should have never left the studio throwaway. So, so the energy's listen, there. Your first yeah. listen, you was high as shit, wasn't No, no, no. The thing is that, <laughs> you see, on first listen, I try not to Be give too it hard. too much. You know, because sometimes that can skew your your actual. You listen to it with a naked mind. Exactly. That's the term I'm gonna use from here on out. You know, I try to give the artist the chance. You know, win me as a listener. Right. Okay. Now, at first, the energy was there. Everything sounded okay on first listen, but then now I'm now I'm actually you're listening like, to the you're song. You're listening, listening. And it's like uh, you heard it already, so now you're not listening for enjoyment. You're listening to the to the to the, to the yeah how you put the song together, and it's like it's all over the place. To yeah. be honest, it's poor execution. Um, I hope this is not telling of and, what. He and the video do. didn't help at all. Ugh. Yeah, he was thrusting the fucking air again, probably wasn't. Yeah, everybody Ugh. was talking about that on Twitter. That was hilarious. But I'd rather listen to the NLE Chopper featuring Polo G. <laughs> <laughs> Drop some bombs for that. That song is hard, I, I, and I'm not a big fan of. I don't even there. need a polo G on it. Just leave NLE. Yo, although right. I do enjoy the polo. Listen G. to his interview on Angela Yee's podcast. You're gonna respect him a lot. This no, I like man, NLE. He actually has some. I, I've been following him oh, for, okay. for a grip. I fuck with polo G, so I gotta actually. No, I, 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 I like polo G, but you liked his last project. But yeah. all the. Although this the song didn't need apology, yeah, just saying the song is. is fire without Polo G. Mm. Right. Polo G was just like the cherry on top. Amine Thank also you. dropped uh, the leading single for his new album called Neo and EO. I'm a big fan. I'm a, of Amine. I'm not a fan so much of this single, but I'm gonna listen to his project. His last project know. to me, I really enjoyed. The one before that, I really, really, really enjoyed. So. I'm looking forward to it. And then Young uh, young Roddy, Roddy featuring Kanye the Machine. Con- Kanye that's the Machine. <laughs> what? what did I say? Conway. <laughs> Yo, that's how much bias she got. It sounds similar. It's just, Conway. Wow. 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 I'm off the right now. That's Yo, let why. me say Let me say one thing. La Machina is the best album of the year. <laughs> <laughs> My book still is top, top, top notch. He's yes. annoying. I mean, but no, nah, it's top. But am I lying? It's though? top two. It's top five. It's, it's top five. Who's number one for you right now? Off the top. Off the top, it's gotta be Cole. I was to thinking Cole. I'm not mad at that. It's I'm Cole. I'm not mad at that. It's Cole and Tyler. Cole's my number two. Cole, Cole and Tyler. Tyler, the creator. Tyler, yes. That's like my number four. I think. I think I put Tyler on my right three. Now. I wrote it down in my phone somewhere, but I gotta put Nas at three. Yeah. Ah. Oh my gosh! I like Nas the first is number one. two for me. I like the first one better than the second one. The sec- I'm not, 
Calling it King's Disciple 2. Stop doing that. Calling Stop King's King Disciple King's Disciple You two can't speak. What's wrong with y'all? That Lawrence, Team Lawrence and whatever. Got y'all going crazy. What's up with y'all? Yo, I got the HBO Max pass. I'm all set. Come on. We can watch this together. It's going to be a bonding thing. We can do it as a family. You're not trying to bond? I just... We could do That's, it as a family. Yo, you're so sick. It's you only half hour episodes, so it's not therapy. even that close. I didn't say that. Love shouldn't make saying. you uncomfortable. No, love's me. I, I said let's bond. You laugh, and we can that. we can no, laugh on these we can laugh on these trick ass women, yo. Who's the trick? <laughs> Issa was a trick in season one. <laughs> you see, the thing is, it ain't that. tricking if you got it. <laughs> no, tricking no, is tricking. It's not my type of show. Like you know what I mean? How do you know? I've watched like three episodes. He's oh, lying. what episodes I, you watch? I watched it at Regina's house with Christina. We watched like five minutes of it. No, we watched like three episodes. I don't recall. It has good music in it, though. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard all the music. And shout out to Storm Ford from Providence, Rhode Island, who's in the writing camp for Easter Rain. And she go. also got a management contract with LVRN, Justice's label, who yeah. Summer Walker and Black is on that. And Drum. Shelly. And Boogie. And so since we're yeah. talking about um, show placements, friend of the show, Flawless, had a placement on. Oh yeah, on he had a placement the, on the last OG. The o- last OG. Yes. Tracy Morgan. I saw that. And Shout also, congratulations to, to Henny, to Henny Hennessy, who was on her first tour, first with leg of it, a boogie. No, her first tour ever. Yeah, but it was the first. Yes, first the, leg. They of just it. completed. You know what's crazy? I ran into her at Target today. Oh, shit. She came up to me. She was like, hey, do you know? And I was like, Child. I know that little boy. <laughs> I was like, hey, girl. She was like, hey. And I was like, yo, congratulations. Super proud. So I'm glad I was able to say that to her face. Congratulations, Hennessy. Shout out to A Boogie for taking a chance on a new artist. Very dope. Cash Page is also on um, a couple dates with them. That was incredible. So um, only way is up for PVD. P- yeah. to the world. Exactly. Literally, it's happening right before our eyes because the PVD got something to say, right? They got something to say. Said. I mean, we got the best of the best in here in Rhode Island. Let's go. We got some of the best, a lot of things. PVD, in here. let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. We got a bunch of a lot of things. Uh huh. What? <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for? We nah, because we got a lot of things. Uh-huh. Let me tell you that. Things. Let me tell you that. We got a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some things. Thank you. <laughs> 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 uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit that bell up there. Yeah. Do all that shit you got to do to keep listening to us. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been listening. And uh, we'll be coming with our episode to talk about our top albums, top songs of the year. As we get closer towards the end of the year, this is Mike Check number 17. I am Christina Sev. Superstar. I'm going to be Jordan. You already know what it is, your boy Bings. It's a rap, baby. <laughs>